Welcome to Completely Mental Coaching. My name's Becca, I'm a mental health professional and advocate, and I also have borderline personality disorder. I'm here to help people build tools to navigate their way out of their darkness, as well as spread awareness about mental health and work to end the stigma behind it. With New Year just around the corner, I wanna talk about goal setting and the changes and resolutions that many of us feel the need to make at the end of the year. I'm gonna talk about how to set smart goals, the importance of self-talk, and ways to really make lasting changes next year. People want to set these huge goals at the end of the year. They want to make these big changes. They want to be a different person most often the times. And that's great. There's nothing wrong with big goals, but we need to make sure that we're setting smart goals too. Well, what are smart goals? Smart goals are goals that are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. Smart goals allow us to reach the big goals. Think of it like you're building a staircase. It's okay to have these huge goals or these huge dreams and wants, but we have to remember to build smart micro goals to reach that big goal. Let's build our staircase of micro goals to reach our big goal. Let's start with a common resolution I see all the time. I want to lose weight. I want to get in shape next year. While this is a great goal to have, it's not specific. So how are you going to be able to measure if you're obtaining your goal? You can't and it's going to push you to think that you're not meeting your goal because you don't have a specific goal. First thing, let's make that a specific goal. Next year, I want to lose 50 pounds. Okay, that's a goal. Now we need to make a micro goal from this and we're not sprouting out micro goals for the rest of the month. A micro goal is something that you're doing currently in this moment. It's a day-to-day goal that you have set for yourself. You can adjust as you need to because remember our goals have to be attainable. They have to be achievable for us to set them and for them to qualify as smart goals. So if you set a goal of I'm going to go to the gym five days a week, is that really realistic? Are you actually able to do that? How many times have you gone to the gym this year? What is a more realistic goal? I want to lose 50 pounds. What's my first micro goal? What's my first step in that staircase. All right, I'm going to try to go to the gym or I'm going to try to exercise one day a week. I think that that might be doable for me. I think I might be able to do that and let's try. You give that a go for a week and you find that that's really easy for you and you can do it. Or you get going for a month with that and you feel very confident in that. All right, let's build our next stair. Let's build our next stepping stone, the next micro change to get to that big goal. All right, I got one day down. I'm going to try to go two days a week now and I'm going to try to look at some diet changes. I'm not making radical changes. I'm making these small changes so my body and brain have time to adapt to what we're doing. You have to build up the habit. You have to build up a routine. You have to build up the confidence in yourself to be able to achieve these goals. When we set unrealistic or really big goals, we set this unrealistic standard of what we need to do. And when we don't meet this unrealistic standard, it must mean that we're failing or we're never going to reach our goals. And it's very discouraging. When we set the micro goals and we start reaching these micro goals and we start hitting our goals, it gives us that boost of confidence. Like, yeah, I can do this. Look, I'm making progress towards my goal. It's a totally different perspective and it pushes us. It's part of the reason why small changes lead to lasting changes because you're implementing them slowly. You're building your body's resilience and you're building skills through this that are manageable and that you can sustain. Did you notice how I used a lot of tries? Something that a lot of people also do is they put these really heavy expectations and I'll tell you right now that weight it's heavy and it follows you and you continue to stack it as the year goes on and then by the end of the year you're wondering why you didn't meet most of your resolutions if any try goes a long way it gives you the leeway to fail to fall 
to grow. Have to, need to, must. These are concrete words. These can have motivating factors, but for somebody that's struggling, they can also be very discouraging. Try is a more supportive. Try is a more motivating term, and this is a micro change to implement in your self-talk to help boost you and your chances of achieving those micro goals. I'm going to try to meet this goal versus, God, I have to do this. I need to meet this goal. That's a lot of pressure, and our body really doesn't like to be pressured. Some people will say that they live for the pressure, but I tell you what, most of our bodies will function better if we give it room to fail and grow. This flows into the idea of self talk. A lot of us do not understand how important our self-talk is to reaching our goals, to making those lasting changes, to feeling confident, to feeling better. How we talk to ourselves matters. And a lot of us are not very good at talking to ourselves. A lot of us can probably say that we use always and never a lot to ourselves, that we set high expectations. And instead of saying, it's okay, I'll try again next time, we'll shame ourselves. Or if I would have just done this, I could have done that. I should have done this. I must be this because I didn't do this. That's not very encouraging. But a lot of us feel and think that that's how we push ourselves. If we talk down to ourselves, if we tell ourselves how worthless, or how much we're not doing, it will push us to do more. No, it pushes us into this hole and it makes us not want to come out. It makes it scary to come out. Encouragement comes from a place of, wow, I didn't like that I did that. I don't like that I do it, but I know that I'm making changes and I'm taking steps to change these things. I know that if I keep trying, I'll get there. I know that things are going to get to the place that I want them to be over time and I know that I'm trying. I'm enough and I'm doing enough. That's encouragement. That's what we don't tell ourselves oftentimes. That's what we need to hear. Changing how we talk to ourselves is uncomfortable. It can feel unnatural. We've developed a habit and a specific way of how we talk to ourselves, no matter how maladaptive that may be. And going against that causes issues in our brain. That's not what we do and it doesn't feel right. But over time, it leads to micro changes and it starts to become more natural. It starts to shift your perspective. It starts to build your confidence. As the confidence confidence build, so does our ability to believe in ourselves and our ability to achieve our goals and to see things as a challenge versus a threat, and we see the lasting changes start to happen. Starting to become aware of how you talk to yourself is going to be the first step in changing how you talk to yourself. A good way to start to become aware is start practicing thought catching. So when you hear yourself say either to yourself or out loud uh, something negative or something that's less than encouraging or positive, you would try to reframe it to something more positive. For instance, if I put on an outfit and I say, oh, I just look so gross in this outfit. I don't think I'm beautiful, etc., etc." Thought catching would be, okay, I'm trying to change the way I talk to myself. <sighs> there are different levels of beauty. There are different perspectives of beauty. We all have beauty within us. I am enough just the way I am. I am beautiful just the way I am. Do I feel 100% better? No. Do I feel better? Not really. But do I feel worse? No. Over time practicing telling myself this, I'm starting to believe it. My perspective of it is starting to change and I really do feel like there's many levels of beauty and me myself can fall on that. Now let's go through that scenario again, but this time I'm not going to catch that thought. I put on an outfit and I think to myself, Ugh, I'm so ugly in this outfit. This just looks awful on me. What am I going to do? From here without catching this thought, I may feel the need to change my outfit. Maybe something that hides the areas that I'm insecure about. I may cancel plans all 
all together because I don't want to deal with the feelings that may come from going out and having people see me how I see myself. A million things could come from this, but I'm not giving my brain any other options to choose from. I'm not giving it a new perspective. I'm not giving it other areas to challenge its thinking. I'm accepting and affirming these distorted thoughts in my head. I'm affirming that what I think is true. This solidifies that change talk. This makes it harder to feel empowered, encouraged, confident to push forward. When you thought catch, you might think, you know, I am going to go out. I am beautiful just the way I am. I am going to face my fear. I am going to try. I am going to see what happens. You give your brain a different choice. When we have more choices, more resources, more tools, more support, things can change for us. We can start to reach our goals. We can start to get above those intrusive thoughts. We can start to get above this idea that we're all bad, that we're failing, that we're not enough. We can start to make lasting changes in the direction that we want. We lose sight that there is no normal. There is no one way to live this life or do things. That our perspectives are unique and we are all enough just as we are. We lose sight of this, especially as a new year approaches. We start to think about all of our failures, all the things we didn't do, all of our losses. But I challenge you, this new year's think of all the things that you accomplished. Think of all the micro ways that you grew this year. Think of the micro ways that you want to try to challenge yourself next year. Remember next year, you're building a staircase of smart, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time-based goals to reach your big goals. Goals are supposed to work for you. You make them work for you. How you talk to yourself matters. It leads to the lasting changes that we want to see. When we give ourselves encouragement, when we take small, achievable steps towards these big goals and we're encouraging ourselves along the way, look at how much we've done. Look at how far we've come. Look at where we can go. Look at the good I'm doing. We can build the confidence to keep climbing that staircase and that's what's going to lead to you reaching and meeting those lasting goals, those lasting changes in your life next year. Thanks for listening to me today. Thanks for all the support. I hope everyone has a happy new year and remember you are in charge of your goals. Make them work for you. Subscribe and follow me for more. Till next time everyone.